You're listening to a VC short. These are shorter bonus episodes released only on our podcast, The VC Hour. These are a product of Radio ABC 993 FM, a ministry of African Bible University in Uganda. This episode is an alumni spotlight. They're recorded on location instead of in a studio. So you might hear some background noises. We believe these testimonies are so encouraging that they're worth it. We trust you will too. Well, I just want to say thank you for coming on the show. Would you mind introducing yourself? Definitely, sir. I am Simon Peter Chero. That's by name. And perhaps by what I do, now I add the word pastor. Servant, Simon Peter Chero. I would love to use servant other than use the word pastor. Though they sound the same. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I think because you carry that with you everywhere you go, you're a pastor. Of course, you know, maybe some of our listeners don't know, the word pastor actually is just an old word for shepherd. Yep. And so shepherd and servant are not the same, of course, but they're not so far off. Mm-hmm. And uh, But yeah, you, are, you end up being a servant. I think that's a lot of what you heard when you were in school here yeah. at African Bible University. Sure, sure. What year did you graduate? I graduated with Christian Community Leadership. With communication. Very good. And what year was that? That was in 2014. 2014. So as we're recording this, listener, it's been about seven years. Yes. You've had a lot of things going on since then. I call it seven years of God's grace. (laughs) I love to hear that. (laughs) That's that's fantastic. Yeah. So what, what have you been up to since you graduated? I... When I graduated, first of all, I didn't get out of uh, the vicinity of the campus because I continued to to work with the campus basically on missions, organizing missions for students. That kept me here for some time. Until then, I believed it's God's own working that uh, I got called to Convener Nations Church, which is located uh, within Kampala along Luzira road that goes to Port Bell. Yeah. So until then, I think I remain. That was my, my prayer. When I finished, I told Dr. Palmer, I'm done with the school. It's now time to go back. And so he asked me one question. You're going back where? I said, I should go back to Teso. He said, as the Lord said so. And I kept quiet for some time. Say, from what I know where you came from, you were having challenges of support. Now, if you go back to business, will you be able to support yourself? I said, God will. He told me, as God said, he will. And I said, absolutely not. And when I said that, he told me, now, you wait upon God to say, go, I will now support you. Otherwise, first work for the ministry here at African Bible University. So I did that. That's a fantastic testimony. So some, some of our listeners may not know the institution tries to do outreaches uh, using our, our students. Uh, it's really an opportunity for them to learn how to do ministry. Sure. Of course, some of, the, some of the students are already doing ministry before they come here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so putting to practice the things they're learning in the classroom is very helpful. And we've had a number of people from the community who've said, now that COVID restrictions are beginning to change, is it possible for us to begin doing ministry again? So that's a beautiful testimony, I think. Sure. And, and it turned into you having a lot of experience in ministry as well. Definitely. From, from my background, I, I knew a little bit of what ministry takes, but uh, I think I, was, uh, I, did, I didn't really get deep to understand 
context or to contextualize what ministry takes. But out of these outreaches, I got to understand the struggles that we have to go face in ministry. And now with my class knowledge, I go to build a way on how to move around with those, knowing very well that those struggles will never go away. But that helped me now how to balance myself so that I can push on. Dealing with the challenges rather than pretending like there are no challenges. Definitely. Or being overwhelmed by the challenges. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, how did you originally come to ABU? What's the story there? Mm, the story is I had no idea about ABU. But after I finished my certificate, in, my advanced certificate in plumbing, I came back and stayed at church. That was Bethel Pentecostal Church in Soroti with the pastor George Stephen Epielu. So this particular day, I was just there because I used to stay in church, everything slept there, <laughs> I had nothing outside church. So this particular day I was just resting. And then uh, here comes some guy and knocks. The church had no windows open, but we would sleep there and yeah, have fun. We knocked and said, hello. I said, yes, what is it? Say, please, can I have your attention? I said, oh, yes, you can. And he asked me, I've come from African Bible University. I said, yes. And we are looking for a church that can help to organize a conference that the university wants to do here in Soroti. So we want a person to organize equipment, to do translation, and all that. I said, okay. Asked him, who, who are you? He said, I am Andrew Omoda. So Andrew Omoda was a student here. They had chartered a, a small Cessna plane from Ikajansi to Soroti. I said, I think I can do it. Let me call, inquire from Pastor George. And I asked him, said, very good. Go on and take the equipments and organize. So day one, I organized my equipments. I did a translation. Day two, the same. Then Dr. Robert Opama asked me, can we have breakfast together? So he asked me, what do you do, you young man? He said, I do. Since I had finished the plumbing course, I said, I do plumbing. <laughs> Sometimes I'm life. And then I, I do translation at church. I do sing in choir. I organize equipment, clean the church and organize chairs, and then sometimes be at the radio for the radio program. So he asked me, what level is this plumbing? I told him. Then he asked me, are you interested to join our university? I said, to join university. In my mind, if you talk of a university, the first thing that comes to my mind was money. I asked him to join a university. By then, actually, my thought plan was find a way to join the army to support my brothers. Now the Lord brings theology. I had no idea about theology. I told him, yes, it would be possible, but financially I may not be able. He told me, no. You first do the interviews. I asked him how my 20,000, even the 20,000 was not there. <laughs> so the day for the interviews, I was seated there. They asked us, okay, it's time for interviews. I said, yeah. So I ran outside and I found five pastors standing. I told them, I won't do these interviews. Please give me 20 and they gave me the money. I did the interviews, passed. They told me, good. Now you look for the money and come to school. I built certain kind of faith without knowing anything that can amount to 1 million point eight something by then. So I ran home at the Garden of Cassava. Do you know Cassava now, my ticos? <laughs> so I said, let me go home and sell Cassava. I went and sold my Cassava. That Cassava gave me like 100 and something thousand. I had 150 in my pocket. So together it would make 200, maybe to 300. 
So I came back to Suruti town. The time for me to come to check with the university was approaching. I had only 130. The money I used, I got when they sold cassava. A child got sick in the village, they used the money. So I said, what do I do? Something told me, no. This money you have, use it as transport. Go and see Dr. Palmer yourself. Can that work? So I jumped on the bus. I was here. The day I reached here, they told me this day, you can't meet Dr. Palmer. He's reading. He doesn't meet people. I said, what? You think I have to go back and come back? I said, God, no. So I told them, this is what I want you to do for me. Just take a note and tell him, this boy from Soroti called Santo has come. So I saw Madam, Mrs. Robertson, Joanna come out. Hey, Simon, you're welcome. Welcome, come, 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 come. Took me to their house. Dr. Robertson comes. They serve tea. I said, thank God. Then I explained to him the situation. He told me, okay, now, first of all, you have a skill. Which skill we need here at campus? We can't be going around running for plumbers, water issues. So what you do, that money, you're not paying anything. Go back, buy some clothes for yourself, buy something that you need. You come back and begin studies. Your skill will pay your tuition. So that is the story that brought me to African Bible University and my success story. That's, uh, that's amazing. That's an amazing story of, of providence and of perseverance. Some of our listeners, of course, from Uganda uh, or who visited here will have some idea about the, you're talking about a lot of values and shillings. Uh, I just want to go back. You said the the cost of applying was 20,000 shillings. And, yes. And that, that at the time you were going to have to sell cassava, so this plant that you would use uh, mm-hmm. for food that stays in the ground a long time. Mm-hmm. 20,000 shillings for our listeners uh, is a little bit less than six U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's a, it's, it's hard to hear, honestly, that um, even that amount was a challenge uh, for you to get. And yet, here you are, yeah. graduate of ABU, yeah. and uh, God, God uh, was faithful to you, and you were faithful to persevere. Amen. It's a beautiful story. I think you used the very right word, persevere, because uh, d- doing the plumbing work and attending class was something that uh, was not going very well. By then, we didn't have our own water source here at the campus. So, it implied that we had to buy water when the national line was off. Buy water using water bouncers, and then they bring and we fill the tanks. So, sometimes, this would take me almost midnight, and you're out of campus. We are in, somewhere in town looking for those cars to bring water. So, that students have water in the morning for tea, for food, for bathing. So, you will end up sleeping... Those people are delivering water at two. <laughs> and you have to wake up, see to it that the water has been put, they are back, in the morning process their payments, pay them off. So the word perseverance suits in very well. Because I remember in my second year, something had begun to develop in me that says, I think it wasn't God who brought you to this university. And one, one service at chapel had just said, I'm throwing in the towel. Somebody preached. I can't even remember who preached. But by the end of that service, I wouldn't even stand up. I was just crying. I said, I'll pick my things and go back home. I talked to Dr. Tim Hawk. I told him, sir, I'm so grateful, but I can't move on anymore. He didn't say a word. He just tapped my 
showed us and told me, son, push on, you'll finish. Those were his words. And that was the end. I went back to my dormitory and I continued. It is, was from that point, actually, that my grades as well changed. Because my grades downwards, I told me, no, you can't make it. But when he just encouraged me with those words, no scripture, nothing. Son, stay on. It will be well with you. You will finish. I got those words and by the day I graduated, he came back and told me, son, you remember that word? And I can't put Dr. Tim Hawk over those few words. Praise God. Just the right words at just the right time. That's amazing. I, I will say, you, you already know, but you would have been happy to hear that, of course, we now have an uh, independent water system. Exactly. And that's mm. an amazing... Yeah. <laughs> so we have city water. We have, uh, mm. we have our own water system as yeah. well. So n- no more days of, of having to fill up water tanks manually. If, if, if I was to come back now, maybe I would say, praise God, this is the right time to come. It would almost be too easy. But the Lord, is, uh, I didn't want me to come at this time. That's right. He wanted me for that time. <laughs> uh, I have to think you've had times in your ministry where you're up late, uh, at night, waking up early in the morning, doing hard work, and you think, I've been here before. Yeah, I believe that, uh, yes, that was a part of the training that God had wanted me to go to, seeing ahead that there are challenging times coming, that if you do not have this muscle prepared for that time, it might not be easy for you. Well, praise the Lord, he has those those preparations. So you talked about the future. I'd like to hear a little bit about what your future plans are. I think one thing that I've always asked and prayed to God is to use me to my maximum. I've asked God that I don't want you to underuse me, so that when I'm finishing, let me finish well. Now, I've always struggled with that question when people say, in five years, what do you want? And I say, do, do I have the ability really to tell? I struggle with that because I know that the plans of tomorrow are in the hands of God that sometimes can't even allow me see even a single glimpse of what is other than to trust him day by day. But to be, maybe to, 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 to answer straight the question of my years, ahead years plan, is that I want to serve the Lord more. Mm. That is my greatest zeal. Serve the Lord more and be of an impact in a community where I've come from. That's my zeal. Praise the Lord. I, you know, it's, it's hard to disagree with the idea because it's so biblical. You, know, you, have, you have this idea that whatever plans you may have, it's always if the Lord wills it. If the Lord wills it, yes. then that's going to happen. Sure. I know you, 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 your own story, you just told us. You thought, hey, I may go this way, take care of my family that way. Here, the Lord's taking you a completely different way. Different. And you, whatever plans you had before that, gone. Gone. So... <laughs> Yeah, it's submitting our plans to the Lord. That's just wise and biblical. How can people be praying for you? We have a lot of listeners uh, who care about the stories they're hearing and, and get to know your story a little bit better. Mm-hmm. How, could, how can they be praying for you? I, I believe my greatest desire for people to pray for me is in line with still again ministering. And this I say based on the fact that the pulpit has suffered. And when the pulpit suffers, then the Christians suffer. So unless there is that alignment between you, the man on the pulpit, and the God of the pulpit, then these Christians will not receive what they are meant to receive. 
So if there's any prayer that I would love, I know perhaps people are very attentive to hear the aspect of support financially. I would love to have a better financial basis, at least a home to be in, easy means of transport. Those I consider secondary because without my alignment with God, then these things will just come to destroy me. So key in my prayer and my wish for people to pray for me is that I remain that person that the Lord wants me to be. The Lord wants me to be on that pulpit to release that which he wants for the people who are listening to me. Well, that's a very good prayer, and I, I feel certain people will pray for you when they hear you, and uh, I know I will as well. So thank you so much for your time and for this interview. Amen. Amen. Perhaps what people could not have understood is which ministry I mentioned about that already. And uh, please, anybody is free to check up with. It's good to know where your brother is, your friend is. Confident Nations Church, Luzera, Port Road is very open. Thank you very much. Yeah, welcome for people to come and to hear the gospel. And, Amen. Uh, yep, let's Amen. pray it's ever that way. You've been listening to the Vice Chancellor's Hour a ministry of Radio ABC on the campus of African Bible University. We hope this has been beneficial to your Christian walk and understanding. If it has, you can support the ministry of Radio ABC by going to AfricanBibleColleges.com and clicking on the Donate button. Don't forget to let them know in the comments that it's going to the Uganda station. If you have questions about anything in this or previous episodes, please write us at Radio ABC 993 FM at gmail.com. That's Radio ABC 993 FM at gmail.com. And we'll answer your question on a questions and answer episode. Until next time, may the peace of God and the fellowship of God's people encourage your hearts.